All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Oriana Radio, episode 005 now with your host, Christian Oriana. Today's episode is going to be pretty interesting, so I'm going to go ahead and dive right into it. I actually have a guest this time around, um, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a call live now. Let's get this. Hope everyone's doing good, yo. Let's call my boy. You guys all hear that? Hello? Yo. Hello? What's up, dude? Hey, are you able to... Uh, I, not we're much. Live. Just, oh, we're live on right now? Yeah, right now. This very moment? Right can you, very can moment. you hear my laundry in the background? I hope you can't hear the laundry in the background. Uh, I don't think so. The only thing I can really hear is us talking and it's like really annoying but it's just something that i'm gonna have to get over you're you're hearing an echo it yeah like i can hear my voice and i can hear yours nice yeah all right well uh if you want to keep going with it then we can yeah no let's do it okay so thanks for having me on dude i appreciate it yeah, no, no problem. I've been looking forward to this all week, honestly. Sorry it took me a minute to like set this whole thing on. Dude, no worries. No worries at all. Um what uh like so so can when you when you look I'm just something I'm curious about. When you look at viewers on the podcast, can you see like from Apple like who exactly viewed it or just give you like a standard count? Uh, well, usually, like, I can see, like, off of Anchor, like, who's viewed it on that app in particular, and then I can also see who's, uh, subscribed from, like, Apple Podcasts, um, but the only way I can see exactly who, like, who's been listening is if they've, like, uh, made an Anchor account themselves and, like, you know, made a profile, essentially, and that's how I can see who's exactly viewed it, but aside from that, it's, like, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and then off the web, which would be, like, Twitter or Facebook. I feel it. Um, okay, as as just one thing that I was concerned about, because dude, I, I've been listening to all your podcasts. I think they're great. Thanks, dude. Oh man, dude, this this echo thing is really gonna suck. But let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So, so yeah, so um, let's go ahead and get started. I'm gonna go ahead and take like. Uh, since I'd like to roll with the punches here, as you know, from my po- my past, uh, past podcast, I'm just going to go ahead and take the headphones off, which is how I can hear you. And I'm just going to talk for a second to get us started. Okay. If sounds good. Sense. All right. Dope. So uh, I don't know if you like to like introduce yourself to the podcast listeners or if you just want to go anonymous on this whole thing. Um. I think for the sake of the content that I'm going to provide, I'll go anonymous. <laughs> but I'll just use a I'll just use a name that I think all my friends and 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 you know all my yeah all my friends know. Um, and that way, it's a little bit more ambiguous in case uh, work wants to uh, listen in on this podcast. But my name is Dale, and I think uh, I think I have some good content that I want to talk about that's pretty fitness related. Yeah, dude, absolutely. So, what kind of content are we talking about here? Um, so I like when I was, when I was listening to your first podcast that you had some, uh, you wanted to bring on some guests and people that thought they had something to contribute. And when I first heard that, I was like, dude, I don't know if I have anything to contribute. That'd be like super interesting. Like, what have I done at the gym? Like I pretty much just go in and like lift. And most of the time I'm like pretty lazy when I lift, except for like these past couple months. But then I was like, I have, I have abused a lot of substance while at the gym. Like just, just done like like drugs before lifting and sometimes some drugs that I probably shouldn't have done before lifting and some of them that have actually like, I feel like have helped me uh, while lifting some drugs that are like actually safe and, and helpful that aren't steroids. So I thought that maybe I could talk about that on your show and present something that like that could be useful to your audience. Yeah, absolutely. Or ah, sorry. Let me take off the headphones again. I'm I keep trying to do this thing, but it's not working. So no, yeah, absolutely, dude. Let's uh, let's go ahead and run it. Uh, I don't know if you want to do it like on a scale from like, like, I don't know, least like strong to most I mean, just strong ask, substance. Just, I don't know. 
just ask me some questions and I will answer them as thoroughly and engagingly as possible. Okay. All right. So when you say that they've like given you like strength per se, or the types of workout feelings that you get from having been on certain substances, like what has been your favorite thus far? Um, I'd have to say the the most impactful, most helpful towards working out has got to be smoking weed. I think mm-hmm. I think when you smoke weed, I think it really puts you in like a very therapeutic state, and I find the gym to be very therapeutic overall. So I think like weed kind of like calms you down. Your muscles are kind of already relaxed. Um, I, I just remember for a stint, like I would I would smoke weed everywhere. I like I'd go to class mm-hmm. high. I would go. I I don't do shit like that anymore. Like I kind of stopped that right. once I once I left school. But like I used to like I would like. Wake up, smoke, go to school, smoke at school, then uh, smoke before the gym. Like, just everything I was doing was smoking before. But I noticed that at the gym in particular, like, I would get, like, the crazy, you know, like, how when you get, like, that endorphin rush when you work out pretty hot, um, heavy? Yeah. I feel like that was, like, multiplied times two after smoking weed. And I was super <laughs> focused on my workouts, and I wasn't my... I didn't feel like as much of the muscle strain as I normally right. did. So I feel like when I'd smoke weed and, and someone else does this that we know Beto. Beto yeah. smokes a lot before he lifts too. And I just noticed that Shout like common Beto. amongst a lot of people that smoke. Yeah, yeah. Beto, Beto's, um, you know, he, he does that as well. I know I know a good amount of other people. Like there's this guy named Danny Manassian. And mm-hmm. oh, I probably shouldn't say his name out loud. His name is not Danny Manassian, but it <laughs> sounds like that. Right. Um, and he would, I remember I got the idea from him him because he's just this giant dude that would be at like the old ucr gym before they remodeled the new one and he mm-hmm. would just look at you in the face and this is when i first started out lifting i was like dude like hey how's it going what's going on bro and he's like dude i'm so fucking dabbed out right now <laughs> and he would just look at me and like he would like just look at me and just fucking just like use the lap machine and like pull down mm-hmm. and be like dude I'm so, I'm so fucking high i'm like all right dog. <laughs> like, uh, it sounds like uh, this could be fun and engaging to do so right i um i, I started doing that and I, I find it like super helpful i feel like you just like get into like a zone you find like your comfy spot and you just keep like going um another another substance i think is like super helpful uh that i noticed is which is, this one i got from finals week was adderall right. <laughs> i would take adderall to study and then i would be so hyped up off adderall it'd be hard for me to sleep so i'd go to the gym after i'd study a good amount to kind of decompress and oh my god, my gym sessions were like really focused. I'd probably spend like a good easy like two and a half hours there, and yeah. um and just just targeting every single part of my muscle. So I would just superset everything, and like my whole muscle would just be destroyed after 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 lifting it. But I think Adderall and weed are probably like weed weed the most, but Adderall like second place for like most yeah. useful drugs you can do prior. I wouldn't say like take like. 20 Adderall and then go mm-hmm. lift. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't like yeah, yeah. overdo it, but like if you're, if you're running on Adderall, like having done stuff earlier in the day, like don't be afraid to go to the gym at after it's not going to have any, like, I don't think you would have any serious ramifications because they're usually meant for kids who have, um, attention problems to begin with. And they're supposed to be able to, to function with the Adderall. But if you're like overdosing on it and you're taking too much, then of course you're probably going to have some heart pro- um, problems because at the end of the day, it's amphetamine salt. So right, yeah. Probably, no, probably I feel like trying to do that. Yeah, I feel like talking on on both of these substances. Like, I mean, weed in particular, like it can give you focus depending on how how you react to it personally. But I feel like Adderall, like if you were to pop an Addy right before you hit the gym, I feel like that mind muscle connection would definitely be there. Because <laughs> what else are you gonna focus on? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you're you're targeting everything. Like you're just doing you're doing like. Oh, rear delt from this angle oh let me do rear delt from this angle you know like your rear delt's so small and that's just like one of the muscles like oh i could just i could do like maybe if i just hit that lat machine the cable lats where you're like crossing cable lat crosses like that'll hit my rear delt as well and you just end up getting such like a great workout but i wouldn't say like take adderall all the time because you'll just like eventually see no need for pre-workout yeah any, exactly the other stuff we just crush up some adderall in my shaker and pound it with some water yeah, no, seriously. I mean, just coming from like, you know, my background with like working at the supplement store and shit like that, like my tolerance towards the end uh-huh. of that was just like ridiculous. And like, 
if you start going down that road and taking different pre-workouts and different stims not to mention stuff like adderall like once once you get there like what else are you going to top it with you know what i mean (laughs) i guess it's steroid time pretty Um, much (laughs) dude from what i've been hearing so apparently now that i've been kind of out of all right, so we're back after some technical difficulties. I think either my mic gave out or like something happened with Skype. But anyways, where were we at? Uh, I think we're talking about Adderall and using Adderall. Or no, you were you're talking about your 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 um your developing uh, tolerance towards I think pre workouts working at supplement store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so how much like how much were you taking in pre-workout like at your max? Like, like what was like the craziest amount of pre-workout you'd take in a day like to make sure you could get that same <laughs> kind of feeling and rush? Dude, honestly, like it, it got to a point, right? Because let, let me give a little bit of context for like the listeners here for a second. So essentially, when I worked at the supplement store, I would get a stipend of $50 a month. And uh, that stipend, those $50 would be $50 towards product in the store that was uh, at cost for them. So whatever cost it was for them, that's what I would get it at. So $50 would you a long way at cost at a supplement store. So what I would do towards the end of that fiasco is I would take like, I would buy like fat burner pills and I would take like the strongest pre-workout that was supposed to have like a natural testosterone booster way back then. So I would take like a scoop and a half of that pre-workout and probably like one or two fat burners a day. And, and that pre-workout <laughs> itself would be like 450 milligrams of caffeine. And each one of those pills in the fat burner was at least 250 milligrams, I think. So that's probably the highest I ever got. That could that could not be good for your heart, like at all. Like, oh no! I remember Trust. you gave me one of those thermo burners for finals, and you like <laughs> you tweaked me out. <laughs> I did pretty good on that final, but I was just like cracked the hell out. Like I, I was. Bro, not you were sweating that during that final. Dude, yeah, that was not chill, dude. I was sweating in the <laughs> middle of this final in winter quarter, like you know, like I was in a test, sweating my balls off, dude. Hey, so. Yeah. Do you, do you ever find, like, an effect of pre-workout on your ability to maintain an erection after? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me talk about that for a second. So, uh, this was a while back ago uh, when I was uh, still on the stems and stuff like that strongly. Um, I was taking a pre-workout that was also a fat burner as well. I think it was called, it was actually called Burn. So I remember I hit a gym sesh or whatever, like normal, and I had taken pre-workout right beforehand, but it was already late in the day. It was like around 6 or 7 p.m. And uh, back then I was meeting up with some girl and uh, after my workout, I went straight over to her house and tell me why, like when it was time to get down to business, my heart rate would just not go down, bro. (laughs) So I could not do anything. Like, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? And yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was just a really I, weird experience. And I, I, I literally sat there and I looked at her and I was like, I know what's wrong. And she was like, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, I took pre-workout before this. And like, my heart won't stop racing. I was like, look, feel it, feel it. And like, I would put her hand on my chest and she was like, oh shit. And I think my Apple Watch would register my heart rate at like... 130 resting dude <laughs> 130 resting that's so funny babe i want to i want to smash right now but i gotta get a sick fucking pump i'm sorry i can't <laughs> i can't be here seriously there's so much juice in my veins i can't i can't give you that i'm, just, I'm sorry I can't babe i'm just pump. feeling really go juicy right pump. now <laughs> <laughs> i'm really fucking juiced <laughs> there's no way with this happen i'm gonna rip through the condom <laughs> actually the opposite like my heart would be about to explode and then just nothing going on downstairs at all like just Uh, soft as a rock i mean that's soft as a rock fucking (laughs) that's why arnold schwarzenegger in that interview had to compare himself he's like oh when i'm lifting it feels like i'm coming it's because like his dick probably did not work like the rest of the time so he had to just like 
he had to just like compensate for like trying to get as much blood flow to like a different area of his body. He's like, I'm just gonna get my bicep really big since nothing's working downstairs. <laughs> like, you know, all the blood's going to my thighs and my hamstrings. Nothing is definitely going to that area yeah. of the body. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's gnarly. Yeah, it's funny you asked that because I I actually did experience that, and I'm sure it's like a common thing, especially like with all these people being stimulant junkies now. It's like getting pretty out of hand, honestly. Oh, dude, there's uh, there's this guy that I know, and he, he'll probably listen to this podcast. But he's telling me this story about how all of his friends. I, I met him. I met him through uh, through through work, and he's saying mm-hmm. um, that all of his friends would take steroids, so their right. junk wouldn't work like ever. And so <laughs> they all just order like Cialis and Viagra from fucking Thailand. Oh my God. <laughs> and these are like. These are like thirty-year-old guys, like you know. Like, can you imagine your your junk not working when you're like thirty years old? That shit would be fucking menacing, dude. I'd be so oh. bummed. Oh, but I know. Probably got like a sick like, fucking pump. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I like. I can go on for days about that. And reason why I can now is because something I've come to find out from like just jumping into the whole Instagram thing with like my fitness journey and and starting this podcast is that like most people are literally on steroids like you like i would have never thought because i was so oblivious to it but there are like a ridiculous amount of people on steroids now dude where do you get steroids like i've never like you know like being in school i feel like when you're in when you're in college or undergrad like you're just around drugs a lot in general and i've never gotten the offer for like steroids like hey dude i got some hgh you want to try it out like (laughs) Maybe like I don't I don't know, dude. Like I, I've never gotten the offer yeah. to try steroids, and it's like I've gotten the offer to try Viagra. Weirdly enough, someone was like, <laughs> someone was like, "Hey, do you want some Viagra?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'm actually really good down there. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't need any." I'm Viagra. actually really chill Thank down you. there. Yeah, yeah, everything's working uh, a okay. Uh, I think my grandpa. I could give you his number. You can hook him up. Uh, might need some help, but I don't know. Why do you have Viagra, dude? Like, why did you pick that up and? and think i'm gonna sell this to a bunch of college students yeah seriously yeah i think like one way you can get steroids nowadays is like i okay like obviously like if you go to a gym just like on on a consistent basis right wherever it may be like if you really want it like you you could probably like scope out who might have it and on top of that through instagram it's like it's like ridiculously easy to find someone that sells it or like follow one of these these uh these fitness enthusiasts or whatever these fitness models on Instagram and like some are really open about it now like there's this page called um the unnaturals that I came across and it's like literally these <laughs> this cat makes supplements for guys that are on steroids so he makes pre-workouts for people that take steroids and all these guys are open about it and like all the memes on that page are about taking steroids so are steroids like still looked down upon or are they kind of accepted now in the weightlifting world? Is it just like kind of accepted that like there's no get that big without using some sort of steroid? You know what? I, or- I think it's come to a point now where it's like because the thing about steroids is that well, like while it is frowned upon for like most like normal people like you and me. I think for the most part, the bodybuilding community and like the fitness IG community knows that like they've come to accept it as something that they kind of just use as long as you're kind of smart about it, I guess. And people don't really frown upon it as much anymore because the work that you have to put in is still the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you can take it and then just sit on couch and then you get buff. You have to like actually you have to do something with it, which exactly. makes sense. But it's just, and by the way, to anyone listening, all of your favorite athletes, <laughs> anyone that you think is incredible, they're using steroids. Like, yeah. if you watch if you watch football and you see someone just do something incredible and you wonder how he does that, steroids. That's how. That's like ninety nine percent of the time. Like, if Lance Armstrong was using steroids, every single one of your athletes is using steroids. Like, <laughs> like yeah, dude. What were without they Without a doubt, about? they're just some people. Some people are just better at using it than others. So that the. The people that get caught are the people that get caught. You know, that's not to say that yeah. there's like tons of people, which I don't really have a problem with. I, I like seeing amazing stuff in sports. Like we put such crazy expectations on these athletes to do stuff that's yeah. superhuman that maybe the juice is what they need for us to be happy as <laughs> 
I mean, to provide the entertainment that they do, I guess, I guess it's just something that that they need. <laughs> and you, you're gonna tell me you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic and the way he plays, and like he's not on on the juice. Like that that fool is for sure crunked, like without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Olympics now, what they found doping and curling, dude. <laughs> dude, that's that <shit's> crucial. <laughs> if I don't scrub this ice down to a science, that's all lats, baby. Like, if my lats are not juice, they, th- those guys could probably do like no other pull up or exercise besides like pull ups. I guarantee that you put them on a pull up bar with like a chain and a plate, probably do like 45 pull ups like <laughs> at once. Just, like, like, get fit for scrubbing this fucking ice right now. How do you, yeah, how do dude. you grow up? being a curler like i like do you like like is, is that something you decide when you're like 25 when you're like 25 you're like i think i'm gonna try and be an olympic curler or like when you're when you're 10 years old do you look at curling and go mom i think i know what i want to do for the rest of my life like <laughs> i don't know mom i think that ice needs some solid scrubbing i think i might go somewhere with that mom i have a fucking passion for shuffleboard you need to back me up on this well, can't you just say you want to be a DJ or something? I know. I need to be an Olympic curler. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, for real. I don't know. The, the whole steroid thing is like something that I've been wanting to touch on for a cool minute. But like the thing with the podcast and stuff is and, and like gaining an audience is like I don't want to just dive into like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, like, you, you just don't want to make it edgy right off the bat. And yeah, like I don't want to make it edgy away. like right off the bat. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hit them so, with some so real you, shit right away, and they're like, "All right, this fool's crazy," and that, they don't want to listen to me anymore. Dude, you'll never be the craziest person recording a podcast because Joe Rogan already does it. Like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like shouts out to Joe Rogan. But sometimes, like he he's got some like interesting people on, but then some some sometimes like his interjections, like dude, like. That is an absurd hypothesis, <laughs> but he's like the man. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah, he does dude, like, like some really cool stuff, yeah. but at the same time, like like he just like incites this crazy rhetoric that like you're like, oh my god, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like oh my god. Like I think I was watching the highlights of like 2017 for Joe Rogan's podcast, and like the people that this guy has on too is just like something else. Like, I don't know if you saw the one or like heard about the one with the, uh, the guy from blink One Eighty Two who's like in touch with aliens and shit. <laughs> That's lit. He like swears up and down. He has contact with like area 51 and like the aliens that he's invested in some, some company called like starlight entertainment. And he's like, just wait on it. Just wait on it. And then Joe Rogan's like, wait on what? He's like, well, I can't really talk about it, but, but you'll see soon. That's legit, dude. Uh, the, uh, yeah, he also talks about that, which is funny. It, it, he talks about DMT a lot, and like, like it, having mm-hmm. like conversations with extraterrestrial beings, which is like really, really interesting to me. It was interesting when I used to do a lot of psychedelics. I'd like be like, "What well, can you really like talk to these beings?" And then like when you stop taking psychedelics, you have like normal thoughts again. You go, mm-hmm. "Oh no, definitely like." Definitely not. Like, I, I don't think like you can spend twenty dollars and talk to beings that created the universe. I feel like that would be like such a low cost. <laughs> and like, why do they want to talk to you, like some like kid that just drugs, like you know, like to like, yeah. oh, we have the secrets of all man. Like, let me give it to you, like Travis. Like, you deserve this. <laughs> like, <laughs> here you go, twenty dollars like, here. Like, like not, secrets of the universe. Yeah. Not not Muhammad Gandhi, not like not the Dalai Lama, like fucking Travis, the guy that likes fucking DMT and and acid, like <laughs> that guy is the one who gets the secrets of the universe. Um, but that brings Travis. me back. So when I was abusing my my, when I wasn't like doing a lot of psychedelics. I, I took uh, this chemical called two CI, which was like acid, and my my friend gave it to me. And I, this was like right after I got a, some in trouble with with. Like when I got my DUI, so I was kind of like, uh-huh. I was in a state like probably a pretty depressive state. So and I and I filled that depression with substances, which is what you should not do. Which yeah, and they'll just be like, oh. Yeah. So, but my friend he he gave it to me. He was like, hey, dude, do you want to do this chemical that I have? It's called 2CI. I was like, what is it like? And he's like, it's like acid. I'm like, well, acid's pretty tight. I'm down to do that. And I was like, well, I got my DUI class later. Like, is it okay? Like, Ooh. will I be? He's like, when is it? I was like, I was like. He's like, when is it? I'm like, I got like 
maybe like five hours from now. He's like, yeah, you should be good by then. Well, if it's like <laughs> acid, my fucking dumbass. I was only taking half the tab, but like acid lasts 12 hours. So if you cut that in half, oh, yeah. that's six. I had five hours until my class. Dude, it did not last five hours. Like I, I, and so I end up taking this tab. I trip out. I'm tripping balls. I'm like, this is like this is like really intense acid. So mm-hmm. I take it, and then now I have to go to my DUI class, and I'm tripping balls in this two CI, and like <laughs> I'm just sitting there having to watch like the state mandated videos about not drinking and driving. This one happened to be about people who died in car accidents, so that was a nice oh, visual fuck, set. I remember that one. And I'm just watching this fucking video, and there's fucking patterns all over the walls. And, like, I'm just sitting there like, this is a fucking nightmare and a half, dude. This is not (laughs) chill, like, by any means. And I I fucking, I I finished the class. Thank God I make it through. Thank God it was one of those talking ones. Like, because I think you have to, so by the state of California, when you get a DUI, you have, like, two sets of classes. You have... The ones where you watch the videos and then you have ones where they try and make you talk about your feelings and admit that you're an alcoholic, even though you only right. blew a point oh eight and you were under twenty one. Like, you know, like like me, they try and get you to like force you like you're an alcoholic. Yeah, oh oh you're you're an alcoholic. It's like, dude, I party with my friends. Like, how the fuck am I an alcoholic? Like, nope, you're you had more than three drinks. You for sure you're an alcoholic. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know, man. My mom's a pretty big alcoholic, and I, I don't drink like her. So, like, I don't, I don't think we really have anything in common. Like, but you know, I mean, I, I do. I, I wouldn't say I do so much as much anymore, which is pretty good. I, I think it's been pretty good for mm-hmm. fitness. But like, anyway, so you get those those two classes. But if I had to do one of those talking ones when I was on the two CI, I would not, not be stoked. I would be pretty pretty freaked out. Like, I'd probably have to restart my classes or something, dude, because I would have had some crazy conversations. Honestly, the room would have probably turned into a Joe Rogan podcast. Like if I had to, if I had to talk to all these people on a bunch of two CI. So I finished the class and then I go, I'm like, okay, so I'm still tripping balls. It's like six hours now. I only took half a tab. I'm just going to go to the gym. Oh my God. I was a fucking Lit. nutcase at the gym. dude. I was like, okay, I'm going to hop on the treadmill and then I'm going to get off. And then I'm going to, and I just start like probably maybe like four months into lifting five. Like I don't have too much muscle yet. And this is like, four or five months into lifting ever. Like I, I'm not strong, but I'm just like everywhere. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on the treadmill. Okay. Now I'm going to go to the weights. Now I'm going to go back to the treadmill, hit some abs, like just all over the place. And I'm going with my buddy who didn't work out at all. And we're just like doing everything. He's like, dude, you're crazy today. And I was like, dude, we we're hitting abs like by the racquetball courts. And I remember looking up and there's still patterns everywhere. I'm like, bro, there's patterns everywhere. He's like, Dog, you're saying that way too loud at the gym in public. Like, <laughs> you should not be saying this out loud. Like, I was like, all right, for sure. So, I ended up having so much energy on that debacle. And I remember just having, like, such a great workout. But, oh, my God, I was a fucking nutcase at the gym, dude. Like, I was just not focused. Like, I was just, like, going everywhere. I was like, I'm going to run. Time to lift. Time to do abs. Like, let's play some basketball. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you should have done a CrossFit wad, honestly. <laughs> I should have just jumped right into CrossFit that day. Probably would have been better for me, but that was the time I did an experimental chemical and went to the gym. That was wow. a crazy day, dude. Like, <laughs> it was nuts. Jesus. Yeah, so fuck, dude. So, okay, so we, we went down the weed trail. We went down the, the acid trip. Now, what else have you got going on? Um, So... I mean, in general, or just what I've what I've done in the past? Because I've also like in the past, I've also done. So, I, I, it was my buddy. He had a large amount of cocaine, and <laughs> he he was like, dude, like well, this this was an old roommate of mine, maybe maybe a few years back, and he was like, dude, like before you go to the gym, you got to try it. And I was like, all right, for sure. So <laughs> he racks me out like two, three lines. And then I just rack those out and I run from my house to the gym and I go and start working out at the gym. And I would already been lifting for a little bit after this. So like right. it was good, but my heart was palpitating, dude. You should not do cocaine go to the gym. Like that is, I don't know how John Jones does it, the <laughs> MMA fighter or how he does cocaine and like lifts a bunch and then like fights people. Right. But like, your heart should not be doing cocaine and lifting. No, no, and no. And I know that might sound not. like common sense. 
that might sound like common sense to like a smarter person than I. Probably not right. much smarter, but like a normal person would be like, yeah, let me not do cocaine and work out. But I was like, fuck it, let me try it. And oh my god, dude, my my resting heart rate was probably like equivalent to the one thirty that we were talking about. From the <laughs> probably a little bit more, I'd say. Oh, dude, it was bad, dude. Like I was, I was, I was, I was beasting it. Let me tell you, <laughs> like I was lifting a lot of weights, but oh my god, my heart felt like it was gonna fucking just conk out at any point dude <laughs> it was so bad so oh uh, that was that was the time i did uh did weed have you ever have you ever gotten drunk and got to the gym actually i have let me go ahead and speak on that a little bit so the one time i did get really pretty fucked up is uh is right next to ucr because me and my boy went to the same school together uh right next to ucr uh was uh that that sake place at sushi bar sushiya so uh-huh. I had gone to Sushia uh, right before I went to the gym. I just went for like, I want to say like an hour or so. But within that hour, obviously, they they used to have dollar sake bombs at this place. And I know Dale knows all about that. Um, so they had the dollar sake at, at Sushia, right? And so within that hour, I think I had at least like 12 to 15 sake bombs, I want to say, dude. And oh my God, it was leg day. And let me tell you. Like holy <laughs> fuck! I was able to leg press like I think I think back then I used to weigh like around two fifteen. Is I used I I think I leg press like at least ten plates on each side. But the funny thing is about that is like while I was able to do that drunk as fuck because I had I just had that retard strength when I was drunk. Is that like as I'm doing it as as I'm sweating out this alcohol, I can feel the hangover coming. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah awful. It was it was not chill, dude. I feel like because I've I've lifted and got. Well, I've actually run a five k drunk before too. That wasn't chill. <laughs> that, that I puked was right that? after. Like I was not stoked, dude. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone in the history of drinking. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people have done it before, but I just don't think anyone besides myself has said like, oh, like. I'm fucking wasted right now. I'm down to run a 5K with you guys. Like, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> like, dude, I just had a belly full of beer, and then I just go right across the street from where we're drinking to run a 5K in, like, whatever shoes I was wearing and, like, some regular, like, like shorts, like fucking Ruka shorts. Like, <laughs> not, like just go running 5K. Like, my time was not good. I stopped, like, most of the time between it, and I threw up right after. Like, it was oh, just God. the worst experience, I think, running at, ever. But I think you're so strong when you're, you're drunk because I think your confidence you is like are. way too high. Like, like I feel like I feel like you're strong because like y- you know when you're like getting ready to lift something like way too heavy. Like I feel like you psych oh, yeah. your like subconsciously you're like this is fucking heavy. Like like right. <laughs> I've lifted some heavy things before, but this is heavy. Yeah. And I feel like when you're drunk, you're like I'm indestructible. Nothing's that heavy ever. Like that I can lift literally throw ten more plates on. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> like, fuck throw 10 more plates plates and give me a beer while i'm doing it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and like your friends did you go with a friend or were you just by yourself drunk and lifting i think that time like uh i think uh there's some bros at the gym but i did i did go by myself they're like why why are you here weren't you just at the shit i was like yeah but i'm having a time of my life here (laughs) i got nothing else to do today time to lift while i'm drunk yeah, oh man, much. that's terrible. That's yeah, I, I looked at while I'm drunk, but I didn't. I didn't put. I didn't put up as much. I think I put up more than usual, but nothing like that crazy. Like ten plates on each side. I probably would have fucking got crushed. Like in between. Yeah, dude. In between the weights, like but, nasty, like alcohol sweat in the middle of every set. Honestly. <laughs> oh, that is terrible, dude. You just like yeah. <laughs> by the end of your workout, it was like waking up in the morning. Like, oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah literally and like and like i know it was that feeling too because i remember i i I, what was it we had like a like oh we had our 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 never again campaign because both both me and my boy were involved in something in college that i i don't know if i'm gonna speak on yet probably i'll save that for a different episode but anyways we're doing that never again soccer tournament i remember and uh immediately after we went to uh we went to getaway (laughs) we went to getaway and while we were there (laughs) after the game we fucking drank like I think it was like six or seven pitchers, and like from the de- dehydration from all that activity and then drinking alcohol, it just reminded me of that time that I did those sake bombs and leg day. 
Oh, that is fucking terrible. I yeah. feel like I feel like you get pretty crunked when you work out intensely and drink immediately after. Oh yeah. I feel like if if you're trying to expedite your drinking process, just hit the gym right before. Just hit the gym. Yeah. Hit the sauna, go shower, and then just drink immediately. Like <laughs> just drink be immediately so because that alcohol is gonna replenish your glycogen levels and you are gonna get hammered, boy. Oh man. Yeah. That that's that's a good efficient use. So like if any if any college kids are listening to this and you're like trying to save money, that'll be the way to do it. Just just go to the gym first, work out intensely, and then start mm-hmm. drinking and you'll be wasted, I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee it. And if you're trying to shred and you're trying to drink at the same time, something that I did in college was which kinda worked actually was instead of eating your carbs, just drink all of them. Just drink every single carb. <laughs> you, you might be dead by the age of 60, but it'll work. Mark my words. It'll work. Quick results. You, um, now, when you shred and drink, do you do you drink beer? Like, have you – did you drink beer while you were shredding or was it well, hard alcohol only? Well, well yeah. So, like – uh, back then, like I would fuck around and and drink beer and like and a hard alcohol, whatever it may be. But now that like it's gotten a little bit more serious, like for me personally, like now going into this, I'm trying for this whole shred that I'm doing is just not to drink at all, and just like if there's some type of event or like friends are getting together and shit like that, then that for me means like uh, like no beer. Like if I want to have beer, I'll have beer with like when I, when I crave it, when I'm eating something and obviously track it. But as far as like drinking in general, like on the shred, I'll like save the date or like if I know ahead of time when I'm going to be drinking for that day, I will drink, but only like hard alcohol and like no chase. So like my go-to for this shred, if I do decide to drink a little bit, is probably just going to be like straight tequila. Yeah, dude, that has been my go-to for the past like seven weeks. I've been drinking so much well tequila. I've, I've not, and, and and I think you know me and a bit about my past and how much I love yeah. drinking beer. I've had mm-hmm. three beers in the past seven weeks. Oh shit! Eight weeks, something Congrats. like that. Yeah, and like, yeah, dude, and I've lost like a good twelve pounds since I since I started doing that. So I've been hyped off it. Like I'm losing so much fat, dude. Like. I, I, I cannot tell you, if you are struggling to see some results and you're a big boy, just let the beer go, dude. The beer is, like, you well, and you drink, if you drink beer, like, beer will just, and, and I think what you do, like, like as far as tracking, that's what I've been doing. I, I'm, like, 35 days strong on my fitness path for logging, yeah. and I think, like, it just help. like, you just are more conscious. It's not like you're able to just throw things down your throat and be like, okay, goodbye, like, I'm not <laughs> seeing you anymore, but, you like... You're just like more conscious of just, I think, I think just everything you put in your body. Cause yeah. it's like, it becomes like more like a game and like, okay, well I want to keep below this certain amount and I want to keep, so mm-hmm. you don't have that at my fitness pal, do it and you'll lose weight like crazy because it's oh, just yeah, super, super crucial, super yeah, dude, crucial once, to like, track your weight like that. Yeah. So like, I mean, whether it be my fitness power, just like tracking in the journal or however, which way you track, but just like becoming conscious of what you're putting into your body is like such a huge like paradigm shattering moment for a lot of people like they would be like why can't i lose weight like i'm doing everything like i'm only eating salads i'm only doing this i'm only doing that but they're not tracking like it's like 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 for everyone it's different like i get it like you know the the human body is is like different for every single person but like um what am i trying to say fuck i kind of lost my train of thought so um with the whole tracking like yes everybody is different but unless you start tracking every single thing that you're doing you're not going to figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you that's what i was trying to say (laughs) yeah no that's true and and a lot of it too is like if you go on a salad diet for like six weeks and you (laughs) think you're doing good and you're you're like after six weeks like i'm not seeing results it's like dude if you because me i grew up in a family where like we ate fast food probably like three times a week. And then the other days were like meatloaf, uh, shepherd's pie, which was potatoes, ground beef, corn, and potatoes. And then oh spaghetti. Just the worst diets ever. And like, I mean, you know, shouts out to my family. I don't know anything about fitness or how to, how to eat mm-hmm. healthy. And a lot of them have some pretty bad obesity problems. But it's like, 
dude, like going on a diet is not going to help you change your habits to have like the, the ideal physique that you'd like. Like it's not about going on a diet at that point. It's about like shifting your habits and what you're normally used to into stuff that is healthy habits. Yeah, like yeah. instead of picking up that quick bag of chips, like you're like, okay, you know, I'll grab an apple this time. And then there's nothing to say with, with if you eat chips, you're bad or it's bad. It's just right. like, you just like, more often than not, you want to go for the healthier choice than the fat choice. But like, I mean, we're all human. We all want that slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. We all want like it's, it's no. I don't think unless like you're you're into something like what you're doing, Christian. It's something to like mm-hmm. kill yourself over. But yeah. I think like if you do want to see results and you want to live a normal life, the key is to just changing the habits that you have and like yeah. making sure that like you know you gotta you gotta be wary of the fact that you know. And it sounds like common sense to most people, but to some people, it's really not. And it's just like drinking six beers in a night is like eating two loaves of bread, you know? So it's like things yeah. like that that you just don't realize. And you don't even – some people don't even know that that um, that bread is that bad for you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes if you grow up in a family that's not economically advantaged, you eat bread mm-hmm. to kind of fill your stomach up so you don't have to eat as much of the, 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 the standard food. So – I think exactly. people just have – people don't realize that changing their habits is literally everything. And on the weekends, I mean, don't try not just like sit around and like do shit. Go walk your dog or go on a hike mm-hmm. or just try and do some – play some basketball. Just try and do like yeah. one healthy activity for like two hours on a Saturday because that was, that was one of the things that I noticed I was doing too that I started changing mm-hmm. up was just like every week – and I'd be like, all right, I worked all, all week. I don't want to do shit. I just want to sit down and not do anything. So I think finding, like, forcing myself to go out and walk around or play basketball just makes, like, that world of difference. It's like nine day. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I completely 100% agree with you. And, and to some, you know, some people is like, you know, it's as simple as, as changing those habits. But, like, an, like, it's the same thing as saying, like, just changing the overall lifestyle, like, your way of life in general will become so much better once you start putting in and like adding little things right so like you said like doing more activity on the weekends or just you know tracking your food and stuff like that i mean like you said it's common sense to like maybe like you and me now but for a lot of people listening like it's just something that they don't realize not to mention some people can't even like read a nutritional label you know what i mean Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And, and like, you have to be wary of your history too. Like, like your family's eating history and stuff like that. I think that's yeah. stuff that like, you should like, you know, ask your family about or ask your parents or just think about like what you grew up eating. Cause I mean, do you come from a Latino household? Like how often are like tortillas mm-hmm. served with the food and how often do you eat like multiple oh, tortillas yeah. with the, I don't know if that's with you. Yeah. It's like standard, right? Like yeah. when you have a party or yeah. something like that, you, you have the food and then you have 10 tortillas mm-hmm. to go with it. Well, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you shouldn't yeah, be no, eating that many tortillas. Terrible. Yeah, but, dude, like, I, I but mean, at the same, my but at parents the same in particular, time. like, coming from El Salvador and stuff like that, um, way back then, you know, they grew up, you know, poverty-stricken. It's a third-world country, so back then, all they had to eat was, like, literally, like, salt, beans, and tortillas, and that was pretty much it, and it hasn't been until, like, nowadays, like, me on my, on my whole uh, fitness thing and, like, trying to get in really good shape and just, like, overall being healthy and teaching it to my parents, like, now we got, like, whole wheat tortillas or like those green tortilla wraps or like my dad's like oh i haven't eaten any tortillas for dinner anymore <laughs> your dad's like i really i really hate the fact that christian's into this shit dude if i eat green tortillas now <laughs> it sucks yeah literally or like i did that uh that uh apple cider vinegar thing uh you know for like you know to kind of cleanse your stomach and just help with digestion overall like i was doing that for a little bit last year when i was cutting and ever since i started doing it like like my mom and my dad both do it now even though i don't do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah and i'm sure yeah. when you first started doing it it was like really foreign to your whole family like being conscious about yeah. that stuff what am i wrong or no you're absolutely right i mean like my mom like every every single like every other day dude when she sees me she's like you look pale you look pale she's like have you been eating like i know you're starving like what are you taking like she's she sees me bring home like uh uh, like a freaking like a a jar of like a protein she's like is that steroids that's steroids isn't it that's super bad for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah and see a lot of that's just like you gotta just be willing to educate and like let them know and let them know the 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 problems because right now like i'm having a huge problem with grandpa and he's like very very overweight and it's hard to correct those problems that he, i mean he's 70 years old 70 71 
And like, how do you tell someone that's been drinking Diet Coke and eating French fries and, and stuff like stuff like that for yeah. his whole life that, you know, you got to correct. He's like, well, I went swimming today. I'm like, that's great, Grandpa. But like, you're going to block <laughs> the shit like <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and I love you. You're a pretty sick guy, I think. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't really want you to die right now. Like, it's hard right. to kind of paint that picture because you just didn't grow up like when they grew up like like if you left your food like you're like dude. You think we're fucking rich? You think we just waste food? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna yeah. fucking waste food when people are starving and shit like that. So, you really just gotta yeah. like, it's really just like educating and like trying to to remind people that they have to yeah, do that no, that absolutely. stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's, yeah. it's really difficult to do, and like when people are are stuck in habits, especially older people, like it's just and it's like. I don't know how to explain it. Like they've been feeling that the way that they feel health wise for so long that they just kind of don't know any, any different until like something happens and it forces them to change their diet and shit like that. And then they finally start feeling a little bit better. You know, like when people start incorporating like fruits and veggies or just start drinking more water and they're like, Holy fuck. Like I start to like, I'm feeling so much better and shit like that. Or like, um, Something that uh, a lot of the fitness podcasts that I listen to talk about is how, you know, how there's different tribes when it comes to, like, diets, right? So you have, like, paleo, you know, you have the carnivore diet now, you have, like, vegetarian, vegan, what have you. And what a lot of people don't realize is that it's not necessarily always the, the, the specific diet that's making you feel good or giving you results it's just the fact that you've stopped eating all the other unhealthy shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so it's like something that a lot of people no, talk no. about uh in the fitness world and shit like that and i think it's it's really important to like address address those things because it it, it like stops people from becoming like really tribal with i'm vegan or i'm paleo i'm this i'm that like no dude you're just in a caloric deficit you're not eating the (laughs) shitty foods that you're eating before and you're working out now it's not just the fact that you you know you're this specific type of dieter now yeah yeah dude i feel you my my uh my dad and my brother decided to go vegan and they know nothing about nutrition and it drives me (laughs) fucking bonkers dude because my dad's like right we didn't eat too much yesterday i had a, a tray of cornbread for dinner i'm like you're gonna die dude like you can't <laughs> do that <laughs> like you can't just eat a tray of cornbread and think that's cool like that's not cool like don't right what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> like eat some fucking food dude like just get a scoop of protein yeah. in you or something like your body needs th- th- this nutrition and yeah. you can't just fill it with just like well, I it says food on the label, so that's food, right? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. oh my god, it drives me fucking crazy, dude. My my brother's a little bit better, little bit better, uh-huh. but just they still know nothing about anything when it comes to this. And and I I'm not gonna say I'm the most knowledgeable guy, but compared to them, mm. I'm like Neil deGrasse Tyson, dude. Like, <laughs> like I'm not like like they know nothing. They don't think about it like yeah. at all. They just know. They, they know they think protein is like for people who work out and want to get like fucking built, you know, and it's like, dude, yeah, everyone's dude, body needs protein. Like <laughs> you yeah. can't just claim can't just claim you're vegan. And then all of a sudden, like, OK, I'm not eating anymore. Like you just starving. You're going to look like the Captain Phillips guy who like said, I'm the captain now. Like, you know what I mean? Like that guy, that yeah, guy yeah. probably doesn't want to look vegan. That guy wants to eat, you know, but like, oh, damn, dude, that shit is so crazy to me. Like. I don't know how you just think you just cannot eat all of a sudden. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like, like that's the opposite of what you want to do. And and, and something that I touch on and what I talk about to, to a lot of my homies and stuff like that, including you, right. It's like when, when you actually start to diet down to, or like you're trying to shred or you're tracking as funny as it sounds, you actually start to eat more. Yeah. Like, at least for me, I I have eaten a, I eat a lot more. Like right now, currently, I'm having trouble getting over 2,100 calories a day, and I'm just like, how the fuck am I not eating 2,000 calories a day? It's really it's like really mind mind boggling for me. But like, yep. yeah. So when, when like, I started, it's like, oh my god, I can go on for days about this. But like, even like my mom, for example, like she she won't eat dinner or like she just won't eat at all, and and then like next thing you know like right right before bed she'll be like munching on something and like 
what she doesn't understand is the fact that if you're not giving your body the fuel it needs if you're not taking in any calories and shit like that like whatever food that your body does get since you've been starving yourself is gonna turn into fat actually yep it's gonna hold on to that it's gonna say i need this shit yeah. like i'm gonna yeah, i'm gonna fucking this. die you i'm gonna die you idiot like feed me food yeah. like please I, and you're yeah. seeing it all day too so it's like you, you, i feel like that even adds a, a different component to it where it's like you, you see all this food in your pantry and your body's like oh there's food right there like why yeah. are you not feeding me yeah dude yeah, it's, it's um, crazy yeah dude you, you're dying yeah that's just that, that is the hardest part and it's been the i mean you you know me i've told you like i've had goals and stuff like that and it really didn't take yeah. i really just had to get like out of school and out of that environment to kind of get serious with like with like working out and lifting and oh yeah and doing that just because i don't i don't have a bunch of other stuff to do <laughs> anymore i don't have school and then you know stuff to do after school or activities and stuff now yeah. it's just like work and gym and eat right and now I'm just yeah. eating right. I feel like more so because I, I pay for all my own food, so I don't <laughs> uh, feel like it's just more cost effective to eat correctly. <laughs> like if I was right. to just eat awful, I would be spending a fucking yeah. fortune. But oh yeah. my god, is Flame Broiler your best friend uh, um, <laughs> since since you started shredding? Because Flame Broiler's been, well, been my best friend lately. Yeah, I mean like. When when I can, like I'll obviously like I think I had fun. Yeah, I had Flame Willie this past Friday actually. But right now, currently, like well, for that first shred I ever did in my life last year, I was eating Flame Boiler like every day during the week because I, I could afford it. I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'm I got this big boy job. I'm gonna go ahead and get hook myself up with Flame Boiler every single day, and it was easy to track. But now I'm obviously I'm like okay idiot like you're spending like two hundred dollars a month on flame broiler so i can definitely use that two hundred dollars elsewhere so now i'm like packing my own lunch and and luckily enough since the rest of the family is kind of following my lead with the whole uh health and wellness thing my mom cooks like really good like cod or salmon or chicken breast and stuff and like white rice brown rice veggies all that good shit and she even like there's like a lot more fruit around the house too so it's a lot more easier. It's a lot easier for me to eat well now. The only thing is that I don't know. Like sometimes she'll like pack my lunch for me. So the the problem with that is like I don't know how much rice she's using or like I don't know where she got the fish from. So it's really difficult for me to track sometimes. But for the most part, uh, flame Mom, roller is still my best friend, code. just not as often anymore. <laughs> Mom, you better save that barcode. I need it. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I need the barcode. <laughs> How many egg whites did you use in this omelet? I need to know. How many cups? Did you measure it in cups? Yeah, dude, it drives me crazy when I have to like estimate stuff because like I can I have the power to not estimate it. Like right. I can get this shit down to a science, but it's like or like when the, the fitness pal database isn't working with you either, you're like, dude, they, I know oh, it's in here somewhere. You're just scrolling through food, just trying to find yes. it. Yeah. Somebody uh, it somebody has Chipotle bowl. No sour yeah. cream. Okay, extra guac, like just like trying to figure out the exact thing. Also, so the reason why I say flame broiler is for anyone, if there is anyone listening to me on the podcast, those half and half bowls are 520 calories. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. You can get yeah. a, a half and half bowl with veggies, and it's literally only 520 calories. I think like flame broiler and Gold's Gym should do a collab. I feel like they should like they should put the Gold's Gym logo on the front of Flame Broiler because I'd imagine that Flame Broiler is packed with like just bodybuilders and like people who are like super health concerned. Yeah. I feel like I feel like half of the people that eat at Flame Broiler wear like either Lululemons or like dry fit tees. <laughs> I mean, pretty much what they should do is like collab with Twenty Four and put like literally the Twenty Four is like the bot like the bottom half of the gym and then on the top they can do like a collab. With like fucking Chipotle and Flame Broiler because Chipotle is pretty macro friendly too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chipotle and Flame Broiler. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah not yeah, Pokey dude. yet. Pokey's too new. <laughs> no, Pokey's too new. Corporate. We don't we don't know the scoops. We don't know where they're getting the fish from. Like, <laughs> like the sauces. The sauces will fuck you over for sure. Yeah, yeah. We don't know how much fucking sugars in that shit, dude. I can't measure that. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. 
like literally just, <laughs> yo yo where's the barcode on this? like if you i need to find yeah, the barcode if you're like really crazy it's like you're gonna have to like measure it out like okay i need this is what i want i want that bowl but like put everything in a separate container so i can take it home please <laughs> i need a way out my pokeball that's hilarious <laughs> That'd be great if yeah, they just dude. put the gold gym logo on the front of the flame bar. Like, oh, that's where it is. The mecca of, yeah, of right macro there. friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah, of the dude. mecca, dude, have have you ever been? No, I haven't, but I saw that you visited uh, earlier. Dude, how many dudes did you see on steroids in there is my question. I feel like uh, <laughs> a healthy amount of dudes who use steroids go there. It 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 was interesting to say the least. Well, first off, it's kind of big, so it's like... I thought it was just, like, one weight room and, like, the turf outside and, like, a pull-up bar, but it's actually three separate rooms, and in each room, like, it just reeks of steroids in there. I'm not going to lie to you. I just feel – I just felt <laughs> sketchy in there. Like, at one point, like, the like the bathrooms are, like, on the second floor, and, uh, and you just see guys <laughs> go- coming in and out of there, and I'm just like, at one point, I'm going to see a fucking syringe. I just know it. <laughs> Please wear sandals when walking around the shower area. You might poke yourself with a hypodermic needle. <laughs> yeah, but like for the most part, like at at the mecca, like like all jokes aside, yeah, obviously you're gonna get those people. But like, it's just like that. Like, well, actually, no, the atmosphere isn't much different from any other gym. But for the most part, like everyone in there is pretty damn serious. It's either they're like really damn serious about what they're doing. Or they're like YouTubers, or they're like people that think that I'm gonna work out here and I'm gonna get results merely from working out here. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a funny mentality. So, um, yeah, that. See, you can't make jokes in the in the mecca of, of bodybuilding. Like, I can't go in there and like let out like a really funny girly grunt, like just curling a bar. Like, would they get mad? Do you think? Do you think that would, like, piss, piss no, off I, some of the people I working mean, in there? Yeah, I mean, if you got people like fucking, like, Bradley Martin and Colin Von Moger in there fucking around with the machines pretending to be CrossFitters and shit, I'm sure they would not mind you doing that. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Shit, my bad. Anyways, so, um... Did we cover every everything that you wanted to talk about as far as uh, substances and, and and getting a gnarly pump in the gym? Um, yeah, I think I think we hit the ground running on that, and I think we covered covered most of that. I mean, is there anything else that you've been curious about, or any other questions uh, that you have lined up? Uh, questions for you? I mean, like, where do you see yourself going now that you've found like more time and obviously like better resources uh, for working out and like your fitness journey? Like, where, like, what, what are your goals right now? Um, right now for this year, I just have one goal and kind of like been presented to me by like a friend that that hikes a, a good amount, and I'm trying to hit mm-hmm. uh, the six tallest uh, peaks in uh, hey. in Southern California. So I started doing oh, nice. Cucamonga peak and i'm gonna try and hit mount baldy pretty soon but it's been getting dumped on with snow in the past couple weeks so i haven't oh, been yeah. able to do too many of those but i want to hit san jacinto peak mount gregorio and then uh, mm-hmm. i think wilson is on there too i think i'm missing one but but yeah i'm trying to hit the six tallest peaks in, in uh, southern california just because i don't know i never like push myself to do anything like that or so it's kind of cool to, to kind of get out of uh out of my comfort zone and start start hiking yeah. and doing stuff that's I think a little bit more friendly in that that respect to like fitness because I mean like if I can do like I don't know I feel like a lot of the it, it's just about like getting fit mm-hmm. and like it's just about building your habits around like yeah. we're talking about just just developing better habits and better, better goals for yourself that, that that have to do that now my goal isn't isn't just the weight goal it's like trying to do something else regarding fitness and it just kind of helps right. me better my weight goal so just like tacking on more goals but yeah that's that's what's mm-hmm. in the the future for me and if i do that then i'll try and add different goals for next year so this year will be the six peaks if i finish that early then i'll probably come up with a new thing to do by the end of the year i'm already one one six of the way there so nice dude congrats i'm, I'm happy to hear that and dude, I didn't even know there was like six tallest peaks in California. To be honest with you, I just see people hike places, and I'm just like, where the fuck is that at? <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in so- Southern California, yeah, we got we got some good mountain ranges to, to go do. So I, yeah. I recommend, yeah, I recommend recommend hiking. It's really good, gets your heart going. Oh yeah, 
big time. Uh, well, I mean, do you have any mm-hmm. questions for me? Um, do you shave down there? <laughs> what do we well, when we when we when we're saying down there? What are we talking about? Do you shave down there? Yeah, manscape. <laughs> Quality. All right, that's. I think that's uh that's all I mean, I've been curious it, about. It depends the on the occasion, but for the most part. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, I mean, I think I think you're killing it. What's 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 your ultimate goal with uh, with doing this fitness stuff and uh, or with doing your your podcast and your your gram? Do you have a goal, or are you kind of kind of pissing in the wind until you see something that you want to do more <laughs> or, or or less? Pissing in the wind. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, man. I mean, with this whole podcast venture and like the fitness Instagram, I mean, you know me and my past. I've I've you know I was an overweight kid. And uh, I always struggled with my weight, and like I was never good at sports Same. in particular. And when I found fitness, uh, it's just opened opened up a whole new world for me. And like I always looked up to guys like obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone because of my dad, and uh, just you know being in, being like a larger than life figure is, is something that always attracted me and stuff. So I mean, ultimately with this journey and the podcast, I want to share as much information as I possibly can. Like as I'm learning it, I want to share it and I want to show people that like, obviously like through like my Instagram and stuff like that, that I know what the fuck I'm doing and hopefully potentially in the future, like once I feel comfortable enough and confident, I want to open myself up to other people and really help them. Like aside from like doing like my day to day eight to five job and stuff like that, I really want to pursue this passion of mine and at the same time i am kind of pissing in the wind but also just putting off putting out all that energy putting out all that information for people to listen to and for people to find and hopefully you know motivate people through that and just kind of like i don't know just kind of give give like as i'm receiving this information give it out to the people and just hopefully really really touch some people not like that (laughs) yeah that's cool why is (laughs) that Uh, come on, yeah, you, you do a little diddly every now and then. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, 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 that's awesome. I mean, more power to you. Keep keep doing it. Keep checking. I'll, I'll keep listening yeah, to your podcast and inflate those numbers. So you can, uh, I'd like to be like, oh yeah, I know that guy. That guy's my my homie. <laughs> so yeah, dude, that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, another thing too with like the whole podcast thing is I I listen to a lot of Gary Vee. I don't know if you know who Gary Vee is, but. This dude was talking about on a separate podcast how audio is the way of the future. Like, no one has time to listen or to watch Instagram videos. No one has time to watch YouTube anymore. Like, people want something that they can take on the go while they're driving shit and something that they can listen to, you know? So I was like, I really want to hop in that right now because I feel like it's up and coming as we speak. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, um, just this one's just for my buddy Tay. He he wants to get a haircut by your brother, and uh, hey. he wanted me to ask that when I when I went on this podcast. So if you could just hook Tay yeah, up dude. with your brother's line and uh, and and try and hook up a, a haircut because he, he saw your brother's Instagram. He's like, dude, I want to want to line up by this kid. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll I'll let him know for sure. I'll give uh well. My little bro likes taking like he'll take like most clients off Instagram too. So if anything, I'll hook you guys up with his IG, and then you guys can hit him up because surprisingly, like what we talked about on that episode when I interviewed him is he finds a lot of clients on Instagram. So that's his like main form of communication aside from just texting. For sure. All right. All right, dude. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I mean, we had some thanks for having difficulties. me on. Like right now, like I can't hear you because I have to take the headphones out of my ear because I hate hearing my voice. Like the echo is just super fucking gnarly. But anyways, I want to thank you so much, Dale, for coming on the podcast. It really means a lot to me that you're listening and like you're interested and you shared so much. Uh, and like, dang, and the fact that we went for like a fucking over an hour is fucking insane. This is going to be like the longest podcast I've ever recorded. So thanks, bro. It really means a lot. Oh, you know me, dude. I, I, I love to talk. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so we'd love to have yeah, you back for... on whenever if there's ever another topic yeah. that you want to talk about. I mean, we don't have to talk about fitness or anything like that. Whatever the fuck you want. This podcast isn't just about fitness either. It's like, I want to make it about life too. But like, obviously yeah. the base would be fitness. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah well thanks for having me and uh appreciate it man yeah dude i'll let you know when this podcast goes up i'm just gonna edit out that little technical difficulty scenario that we had in the middle of this thing and it'll be up probably by the end of the night sounds good all right then bro right. take care Bye. much love love you dog yeah.
Have a good one. Love you. Right, Bye. You too, bro. Peace out. All right, everyone. Can you still hear me? Hold on. Let me check. Yes, you can. All right. So I'm tired of listening to my own voice. So I'm going to go ahead and just not listen to that. It's really fucking annoying, guys. But that was my boy Dale coming on Oriana Radio episode five, I believe now or six. I don't fucking know. But I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I mean, we shot the shit. We talked about all these all these different adventure stories that Dale has and uh, along with his fitness journey and his past. So I really hope that you guys enjoy it. Shout out to everyone that listens because of my homie Dale. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, and for this next episode of Ariana Radio, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Hopefully, I, uh, I'll probably touch a bit on what's been going on with my shred and shit like that. But if there's any topic in particular that you want to talk about on this podcast, hit me up at Oriana Fitness on Instagram or IG. That's O-R-E-L-L-A-N-A-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. Yeah, Oriana Fitness on IG, uh, Twitter, or <clears throat> if you're a homie of mine, you got my number, hit me up, email me, what have you. If you got something to say, come on down, let's talk about it. Hopefully, I don't have as many technical difficulties as I did this time around. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we're 72 days out from finishing up this shred if you're doing this with me as well much love to you guys thank you so much for listening this is christian oriana signing off for oriana radio thank you very much